Fantasy World, this is Todd coming at you from League City, Texas. Uh, this is technically called Fantasy 101 with Todd. Uh, we are in the process of building our website. Um, I am here trying to get something special started. Uh, I think it's something that uh, I can do to help people win some money, win some seasonal leagues, win some daily fantasy football. Whatever your fantasy football needs are, I really think I am here to help you guys do this. And let's get right to it. Today, I am going to get started uh, with um, giving you some of my top sleepers with my deep sleeper to finish off the segment um, that I'm really high on as of today, which is July 27th, 2018. We are just at the beginning of training camp. So this is the deep sleeper sleeper list that I have at the very, very beginning of the football season. This will change weekly going up to the regular season the next five weeks or so. I will give you updates periodically. But as of July 28th, just in case your draft is coming up, I want to give you the sleepers and drafts that you can get at the end of drafts that will help you win your league. As of July 28th, let's get started with Patrick Mahomes. This is a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs that they drafted a couple seasons ago. Uh, he's learned the system, the Andy Reid system, under Alex Smith, which was a great locker room guy, a strong, uh, smart quarterback. And for Andy Reid to trade away Alex Smith and bring Patrick Mahomes in, I am just off the charts high on this kid. He is going to start in a lot of my fantasy leagues. I might have a backup that, you know, try to snag somebody, a Mariota or somebody later. Uh, maybe not even a Mariota. Maybe a secondary quarterback because, yes, there is some risk. That is why he is a sleeper going late in rounds right now. And we are at the beginning of camp. It could change over the next few weeks. But as of right now, uh, Patrick Mahomes is my favorite sleeper. He's definitely going to be the first one I want to talk to you guys about because I love this kid. Great arm. One point I'm going to leave him on so we can move on that I think you need to hear and you need to know is every quarterback under Andy Reid, it doesn't matter who it is, go through the list of his career. Every quarterback does well in fantasy. There is always a safe route in his offense. It is a breakdown, checkdown offense that it can play safe at times. But the thing is, I think he's going to change the way Andy Reid coaches. He adjusts with each quarterback just a little bit to, to, to uh, cater to their game. And I think he's going to cater to Mahomes, and he's going to play that Andy Reid safe offense. But I also think he's going to go down the field to Watkins and Hill, two burners on the outside that can make things happen. Um, with Kelsey roaming the middle and Hill running the ball, uh, Hunt, sorry, Hunt running the ball, um, uh, keeping defenses honest, I think Mahomes, you can get him as early as the 10th or 11th. I would take a chance on him in the 10th or 11th. If you had a good first nine rounds, but if you can't take him as early as the 10th or 11th because you still got some needs and you're waiting on your quarterback, he is going late in a lot of leagues. I would take Mahomes as soon as you can. As soon as you feel there is an option to take a quarterback, take Patrick Mahomes. 
especially if you're waiting. Now, if you're going to take a quarterback early before the 10th, of course, we're out of Mahomes' territory. We're in the top-tier quarterbacks, Russell Wilson's, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, so on. Top quarterbacks, tier one. Or, you know, uh, QB1s for sure. Those guys, I understand. This is that next tier. This is These are quarterbacks on the back end, you know, 12 through 16 on the quarterback rank uh, list. And uh, Mahomes is a kid to me that just stands out with his situation. I love Andy Reid's offenses. And he is a kid. Take out your pen. Take out your phone. Whatever you got to do, you bookmark this kid. Patrick Mahomes, KC. The second guy I want to talk about is not as exciting. It's a tight end. Uh, but you have to have some production out of your tight end. And if you miss that second-tier tight end, Delaney Walker, uh, these 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 guys are coming behind the Olsons and the Grams. You miss those mid-round tight ends. And this guy might climb by the end of camp through, uh, you know, just stories out of camp because I think they're going to get him the ball a lot. He showed some skills in Philly. Trey Burton. Trey Burton. He got some playing time last year uh, through injuries um, and did well and uh, got some red zone looks. The guy's got hands. He's got skills. They paid him a lot of money. They're not going to pay a tight end a lot of money in an offense where they're trying to get their second-year quarterback in Trubisky to open up. They are going to throw the ball to Trey Burton. He is a guy, if you can get him, uh, double-digit rounds, 11, 12, 13th round. Uh, that may climb. That may change. As the preseason goes on, I'll get you some more where I think guys are going to land in these drafts. Uh, but as of right now, this early in uh, training camp, uh, you know, I think Burton's going you know, maybe 11th, 12th round at the earliest. Um, maybe later in some drafts, he's a guy that, you know, eventually they're going to catch. He's in that, you know, 10 through 13th range in tight end list. So people are going to notice him. So you eventually are going to have to bite the bullet and take him at some point in one of those early double-digit rounds. And Trey Burton is a guy that I think he could put up more production than Delaney Walker. Uh, I know there's a big question mark. We're dealing with Trubisky and the situation in Chicago. But Nagy, the new coach that has come in there changing the system and the atmosphere there in Chicago, it's going to be a wide-open offense. They're going to be moving the ball down the field, throwing the ball, and they're going to need their tight end to get open over the middle. Trey Burton is the guy that can do that. The third guy I want to talk to, talk to you about uh, on this list is... Mike Williams, tall, good hands, second year, dealing with a ton of injuries last year, so he's at the back end of every draft. Maybe even, no, I wouldn't go as far as not drafted, but he's definitely getting drafted late. This San Diego team not only could make a Super Bowl run in my eyes, but one of the best offenses in the league last year. Fourth in yards, I think it was, in overall offense. Got Philip Rivers, Hall of Fame quarterback. At least in my eyes, he'll probably be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, you've got Gordon. You've just got an offense that's going to move the ball. Keenan Allen um, opening things up on the outside. He's a wide receiver one. Um, this kid, Mike Williams, has a chance to be a red zone target with the issues at tight end. They've got Hunter Henry that went down for the season um, through injury. I think he blew his knee out. And Antonio Gates, what, 40 years old? I think, you know, what's he going to do? He's old. Um, 
the over the middle red zone targets I think are going to go to Mike Williams. Um, he's definitely somebody to make note. So make note right now, this early, depending on when your draft is, a guy that I would take a chance on in the back rounds is Mike Williams out of San Diego. The fourth guy I want to talk about is my hometown team. I've read a lot of articles on him in the offseason and the OTAs, and uh, he's a rookie they drafted. Kiki Koti is a guy that is going to open up the middle with his speed and can get outside. Get He's a receiver that they're going to try to get the ball in the open field, second level with Deshaun Watson, kind of like an outlet um, just a basic slot crossing, you know, a lot of crossing patterns outlet kind of guy that you can get on those sideline routes that has the speed and the hands to um, move the ball, help Deshaun Watson move the ball down the field. I think depending on if this offense is going to be as dynamic as we think, they're going to have to pay attention to Hopkins and Fuller on the outside of Deshaun Watson's going crazy, throwing the ball all over the field like he did last year. And if they do that, it's going to open up the middle for the Texans' tight ends and slot receivers, and I think that's where Cote is going to come in. He is a guy that's probably not even going to be drafted in some leagues. I would take him in the back end, 13th round on. Um, Not a bad guy to take a chance on at all. Uh, If you get a chance to get Cote in the, what, maybe the 10th or 11th round at the earliest, 12th maybe, Depending on how good your draft is, those are maybe on the early end. You could probably slide all the way up to 14th, 15th round. But he is somebody that if you are loaded and running back and receiver and you're you're in that 13th, 14th round, you're just looking for depth and you're looking for that home run guy, Cote is a good guy to fit that role for you. The last guy I want to finish off with has um, probably the longest name in the NFL right now. Equanimous St. Brown. He's a tall kid, 6'5", 215 out of Notre Dame, rookie, drafted by the Packers. Uh, He's coming in playing in an offense that is led by a future Hall of Famer and Aaron Rodgers. Um, He's got Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb ahead of him, but Cobb has been injured the last couple years. Adams, um, he is poised to have a great year. I am not going to assume anything as far as injury because anybody can get injured at any time in the NFL. But on the other hand, Devontae Parker has had issues with concussions. If he goes down again with a concussion, Cobb has been on and off the field for years with injuries. You're looking at Aaron Rodgers looking around going, hey, I need to throw the ball to somebody. And this kid, yes, he had some issues with some hands, some Uh, mechanics issues at Notre Dame. That is stuff that can get coached up in the NFL and fixed to a point where it doesn't have to be perfect because Aaron Rodgers is so good, he'll make it easy for the rookie. So a guy that I think you could take in the last round even, last pick of your draft, if not maybe a little higher, depending injury-wise what happens in their training camp and people talking about him, he may climb a little bit. And if he does, still take him at the back end of your draft if he's one of the best availables. Equanimous St. Brown. I don't even think anybody's talking about this kid yet. But he is my super sleeper rookie out of Notre Dame that was drafted by Green Bay. As of late July, going into training camp, 
I'm definitely finishing off this segment with a Quantum of St. Brown. 6-5-2-15 out of Notre Dame. Deep sleeper. Take note. Put stars by his name on your list to take at the end of the draft. These are guys at the back end, the back end round picks win drafts. I know they're not as exciting. A lot of times you're trying to hit home runs and you're just looking for depth. You've got your starting lineup by the 12th round. I get it. But these guys, if you can draft them and pick the right guys that can hang out on your bench until it's time to blow up through injury or through opportunity, each guy I just listed, I beg you to make a list. Note, at least, put stars by these guys' names. They are going to win people championships this year. Until next time, guys. Thanks for listening. This is Todd, Fantasy 101.